The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grosser, the boss man. John, I did it again. Went to the Genesis Invitational. Talked to Joaquin Neiman. He gave me a head nod. And he wins it. Really? What day was this? This was Thursday. You actually were you following him? Uh, I didn't. I saw him a couple mm-hmm. of times. I wasn't. I didn't pick a. I didn't pick a group. You know, I was out. Mm-hmm. I was out in the course. I was also like twenty seven adult bevies deep. Like I was pretty much blacked out. Sure. But this is the second time now that I've been to that golf tournament. I've said what's up to a guy. The guy responds to me, and that guy wins. Last time, Adam Scott, the hottest golfer on tour. So I'm just saying maybe we should switch our career to, I want to say caddy, but I think that might be a little more difficult than I think. Maybe, uh, what's the people that read the cards and tell you your future? We can do something like that. Tear it. Tear it. Yeah. We could be one of those people. Yeah. Uh, I think you could make a lot of money if, if we just, I mean, golfers are superstitious. Yeah. So if we just sort of get this known that you need to do it like three more times. If you've done this five times. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll go viral, and then they started inviting me to tournaments, mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna want to say what's up, you know. And that guy will just pay me to be at the tournament. You need to, you need to start tweeting. Are you still on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, that Thursday though, you can't wait till the end. You got to say this is who I gave the head nod to this weekend. Okay. And even I think honestly, even if like you. 25% of the time you get the right guy. That's good enough. I think you'll make major money. I think what we've turned this show into is we should change the title of this show to get rich quick. Cause that's basically what this is. Yeah, you're right. We have so many get rich quick ideas. We just can't pull them off. But if well, we could, we could definitely pull. Them yeah, off. yeah. Yeah. But what we could do is if we change it to just get rich quick, this is also a get rich quick idea. If we change our title to Get Rich Quick, people take our ideas and they go do them and they get rich quick, then all of a sudden people will pay us to be, they'll sponsor us and to have ads on our show because we're going to get millions of people to, to to listen, more multiple millions because we only have one. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. We'll be I think it's we'll a very rich. Idea. Yeah. And then we're rich. Our show is Get Rich Quick. And we get everyone else rich quicker than we get ourselves rich, but we get rich. Because that's because we're humble. We're humble. And also we don't need we don't need like mansions. We just need the one we, we want to buy a grocery outlet. That's, that's it. That's our goal. I'll live in there, it don't matter to me. You got AC because, you know, the refrigeration aisle is when it gets hot, you know, we're mm-hmm. chilling. The heater aisle will be like where the deli is, where they keep the you know, oven roasted chickens yep. and all the yep. thing. Perfect, bro. I, I wasn't chicken wings like hard to get? Yeah. What happened to that? I don't know. Because now there's there's a whole sale at Vaughn saying chicken wings. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of them. 
I wonder what happened. Just it, like chickens laid more eggs. Do you think? Do you think that somebody was hoarding all the chicken wings? That's what made it more expensive, right? But now all the the chicken wings that that person was hoarding or whoever was hoarding it, now that's about to expire. So now they got to really get them out there. And that's why there's so many that are like, hey, we're having a sale today. Do you think that could be true? I feel like, all right, how many chickens? am I making stuff up? How many chickens do you think are in the world right now? Uh, Right now? Let's say, let's say 500 million. I was going to say more. One billion. Yeah, I was going to say a billion. How I many was people? thinking a billion too. How many people? Yeah, you're right. There's at least a billion chickens. Are there, how many people are there? Do you know? Like something point something billion, I think. <laughs> so, okay, like, keep going, keep going. What were you saying? All right, so I think that they're so easy to like breed. Because of the eggs, but, but then. But I, th- I think that's why there was a shortage. I think just for like two weeks, instead of killing the chickens, they just let them grow up. Oh. And now we have so many more chickens. So you're saying that people aren't eating as many eggs now. That's why there's so many chickens. Well, I think now we just have more chick. I think we just like doubled the chickens we have. Because uh, that's so easy to do. Yeah. Like all some in multiple places on the earth, there's just a bunch of chickens growing and being killed, growing, being killed. And then if you just don't kill a whole like day's worth of chickens, then all those chickens will have more chickens. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. And so it's just easy. It's just a sat. You got to sacrifice for like two weeks. Did we? Did we solve big chicken? <laughs> I think we Wait, did. Also, why don't we get into the chicken? Game? I don't know. This actually sounds like the easiest thing ever. It's literally just chickens having sex. It can't be hard to. It can't be hard to take care of chickens. I mean, you got to kill them. I wouldn't want to do that. And they're like not dead when their head falls off. Isn't there something like that? Oh yeah. Yeah, how do you how do you kill a chicken? I don't know. Do you give them like uh No, who knows exactly a lethal how to, injection? How to kill chickens is uh, like Nebraska scouts. That's true. <laughs> Great point. That's a good segue. Yeah. Uh on the show we got Mark Bonner, the head of scouts in Long Beach. Something, something executive. He's an executive. He's an executive. Uh, great dude. He, f- we, we, we already talked to him, obviously, but he just felt way more important than me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's doing something way better than me. He's like, he's, he, yes. Then you, yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not hard to do, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. If you don't own a grocery outlet like we are going to one day. True. You don't have true staple income. True. That's a good point. <laughs> so uh, I thought, whoa, we go chicken outlet? I don't mind Just, that. I don't mind that. Because chicken's like, what, two bucks? We give it to for like one buck? I don't mind that. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Chickens are not two bucks, are they? You're talking like uh, a whole chicken? You're, how much is a whole chicken? Four bucks? It's like six bucks at Costco, but if you go to like to like bodega, it's like pounded chickens like one ninety nine. Really? You're such a bodega guy. I'm now. such a bodega guy now. Are you you're one of those meat guys now, aren't you? 
Yeah, because I realize how cheap it is. You got a meat guy? I think I think the chicken there's just it's cheaper than Costco. That's crazy. How does Costco work? Do you know? It's above that's above us. We don't want to own a Costco. It's no. Too much. I just they don't, use data. I just don't get it. They just use a lot of data, I think, and bulk buy and all see they're like they're like real business people. Right. Do Where they have their own packaging? Is just like, oh, we we made extra. You guys want it? Yeah, sure. Do they do they pay companies to package more? Mm-hmm. They do because well, you, you buy anything in bulk, it's cheaper. That's true. That's just what they do. That's a good point. So that's what they do for like Coors Lights because you can't get like a thirty six pack of Coors Lights at right Vons. You know, you got to go to Costco. Walmart sometimes has thirty six, and they just know they're going to sell so much because they're telling Coors Light we're going to like. We're going to buy 5 million. So they tell Coors Light, hey, I'd put six more. Put six more in for us. Is that how they do it? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should get into that. We, I mean, we'll start at the ground floor. Then we'll own a grocery outlet. And then once the grocery outlet makes a shit ton of money, then we buy a Costco. We own both. Okay. And then what we don't sell at Costco, we'll just take it to our grocery outlet. Okay. To kill two birds with one stone. Well, no pun intended with the chickens and whatnot, but you know what I mean. I'm out on Costco. All right, then we don't need it. <laughs> uh, I'm in on grocery outlet. All right. And maybe a bodega. Okay, I'm in, 1,000%. All right, should we get to the interview? Yeah. Uh, what a wasted time that one was, huh? Uh, Mark Bonner, head of scouts, great dude, uh, kind of gives us a little sneak peek in what he's going to be doing the next couple of years to really take the scouts to the next level, eh? Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to uh, the interview. Mark Bonner. Wow. Unbelievable. On the show, big time guest, Mark Bonner, the head of the Boy Scouts in Long Beach. Is that what it is? What's the title, Mark? That's right. I'm the scout executive for the Long Beach Area Council Boy Scouts. Well, that sounds way sicker than what I said, though. The, the what you say? The scout executive? That's right. That's awesome. Uh, can you debunk this myth for me real quick? Can you start a fire by rubbing two sticks together? I'm sure it's possible. I haven't done it myself. Okay. I was just wondering. I feel like Boy Scouts know how to do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they, I, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so Scouts, they, they learn outdoor, outdoor skills. Why, why are you saying that? Like, that's not exactly what they learn. Yeah. Well, you said they, I, they learn it. Yeah, as if as if that was the one, the only thing, right? <laughs> so, what else? What else? How would you describe what what you get out of joining the Scouts as a youth? There, there's a couple things that I describe it as. Uh, number one is an appreciation for the outdoors. Our our kids love to get outdoors, right? Whether it's uh, rock climbing, whether it's canoeing, sailing, camping outdoors, fishing with their family. It's it's all about an appreciation of the outdoors. And it's also about character and values. So we, we need that in today's world, right? We, we need good people. Uh, we need planners. We need leaders. We need community-oriented people. And uh, in, in addition to the appreciation for the outdoors, our scouts get leadership skills. I'm assuming that you were a Boy Scout growing up, right? I was here, in fact, actually, in Long Beach. I, I grew up as a scout, uh, started at Patrick Henry Elementary in Long Beach. and uh, And then I went to... Bancroft Middle School. Then I went to Poly High School. So 
a local product, born and raised, and uh, I, I was a scout here myself. So to get into your role, you're so you're basically the best Boy Scout in Long Beach, basically. I I, I am very much an administrative role. This it's 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 heavy on the business side. So okay, uh, okay, yeah. Un, un, unfortunately, I I did not have to build the uh, the best fire to get this job. <laughs> Are you, are you like the youngest person in the history of the job though? That's what that's I, I am. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's been, I'm the 11th uh, director in um, 103 years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we started here in Long Beach in 1919, uh, which, which makes it our 103rd year. Uh, I'm the 11th uh, executive. So yeah, in fact, I, I, I am the youngest. That's insane. So how, how did you get the, how did you get the role? Did you have to work your way up? To this I, spot. I, mean, I did. Yeah. Did. Yeah. So, so I started 14 years ago, uh, entry level. And then, like you said, just, just worked my way up over various roles over the years. What, you know, with health progressions and everything, are you shooting to be the scout master in 2100? In, tw- <laughs> in 2100? Uh, I hope not. No. Um, in, in 10 years. Yes. I, I hope, uh, if, if everything works out, I, I hope to be here, uh, as, as long as I can be, but, uh, it's like the Supreme Court, right? Like you're you're just it. Well, yeah. Uh, there's various factors that that could lead me out. Uh, performance being one of them. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, and, and and I work for the board, right? So I I work for a board of directors that that oversees our our program, um, very much like any nonprofit organization. And as as long as as long as we're performing and I and I, I'm doing well uh, by their eyes, then then there's no reason why I, I shouldn't be in this role. What do you love about your job? Uh, the people. Uh, the, I work with thousands of families. I work with thousands of volunteers, and and the scouting program is run by volunteers. So again, um, like many nonprofits, we we rely on volunteers. But I think more so than most, um, scouting relies on volunteers a little bit more. And uh, the quality of people I get to work with is different every day. I, I, I'm not doing the same thing every day. I'm doing challenging assignments. It, it stretches my, my limits, stretch, stretches my knowledge and, and challenges me every day. So it's, 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 a new, it's, it's a new adventure. It's a new challenge every day with working with, with great volunteers. Is there something that uh, like, one, did you put your name in the hat for this or did they just choose you? And two, do you have like a vision of something you do want to sort of change or like uh, go somewhere with the program? Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's a, a heavy question. And, and it's, um, uh, it's a really good one. Um, so for starters, a two-part question um, to get the role, I did submit my hat in the ring um, years ago. And, and by years ago, I mean, maybe as recent as five years ago, the, uh, the, the process for being hired as the director here could not happen internally. So in other words, our HR, happens at the national office, uh, our national Boy Scouts office in Dallas. And in order to become the director of a local organization, um, you could not do that internally. In other words, I couldn't go from the number two position to the number one position. That uh, has changed recently uh, as far as, you know, policies from our national office, which is just in the background, but that that allowed me to uh, submit myself uh, or, or submit for the position and then there was a selection committee that uh, that evaluated and interviewed three different candidates. So essentially, I was one of three candidates, and uh, the selection committee 
after a lengthy interview process, determined uh, that they wanted to, to go with me. So a part of my vision that I sold them on was, was increasing access to, to families in the city. And, and like I mentioned before, scouts get outdoors and, and they do gnarly adventurous stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's stuff that, that I wish every kid in, in the city would, would have an opportunity to do. And it's, it's open to, to every, every kid. And I say kid, uh, every youth, because we do serve boys and girls. So we serve boys and girls from the ages of five through 20. And, um, and we take them outdoors. We, we, um, we show them um, what adventures there are on the water here in town. And we have um, adventures up in the mountains. So everything from the, from the sea to the mountains, uh, everything that you could imagine getting outdoors and, and having fun in, in, um, in a safe environment is, is what we're all about. And, and I think we need to get more families involved. You're a big deal, obviously. You have the title executive in your name. Like, that's kind of sweet. Uh, like, we don't really have real jobs, you know, me and John. What, what goes into your day-to-day? Can you, can you go through a day? I, I could, um, although, like I said, it's, it, it's very different day-to-day. And, and that's really what I like. I'm not doing the same thing every day. And um, the, the, the variety in, in assignments and tasks and responsibilities is, is so wide ranging. Um, I, I could rattle off 25 and, and they'd all vary in, in scope. So, you know, I could give you, I could give you an, an, ex, an example, an idea of things um, from, um, from event planning to fundraising, to recruiting new, uh, new youth into the program, to talking to school principals, to conducting uh, our audit, to talking to our insurance agent, um, to talking about our, our, our financials and our, our monthly budget, um, doing special events, uh, running our retail shop. So we have a retail store where, where families come and get their uniforms. Um, there's, there's just such a wide spectrum of, of assignments and responsibilities that, like I said, I, I, could just, I just gave you a, a brief sample and, and every day I get to decide which of those I, I want to tackle next. So you're busy. You're busy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you liked, you, you really admired the previous executive. Uh, can you remind me his name and talk about what you liked about him? Yeah. So our, our former director, former scout executive, he retired in December and um, he had a 32 year career. So, um, he was, he was ready to retire. It was all, it was planned for a couple of years. And uh, I, I had the opportunity to work with him for 12 of, of his final years here in, here in Long Beach. So um, uh, well-respected uh, and, and, and loved by everybody, uh, had a good community presence, was liked by our constituents and their families. And, um, and I, yeah, I'm just very grateful that I, I had the opportunity to work side by side and, and learn from him. What was his name? John Fullerton, sorry. Yeah, uh, John Fullerton retired. I knew it was John. I just yep. Is is there like an adult scouts type thing? Um, no, not really. So um, the program ends at age twenty. We do have, um, you know, so I guess you could say legal definition of an adult. I guess is what age eighteen. So we do have programs for youth. We call them, you know, youth up to age twenty, but. Um, but beyond that, no, the, the program ends. 
because I want to learn some like cool outdoor stuff, you know, like you could use it. Yeah. Like, well, you know, my dad can do some sweet stuff like with cars and, you know, camping and whatnot. And I feel like I'm kind of a, you know, kind of soft. What are you going to do with this guy? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I wish I did have a program, but, uh, but, but unfortunately we uh, we're, we're, we're here mainly for, for kids. And, and after that, um, we will have to think about ways to, to get you those same experiences. Um, you're like non-related to scouts, like a semi shoe influencer. Is that right? I am. Yeah. And, and did I, did I tell you that or, or, or what? I think you just posted about it on your Instagram one time okay. and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what is that? What do you mean? You're right. It's totally unrelated. There's no overlap. I, I just happen to like <laughs> shoes. Oh, no, you're so like, right. what, I've always I've been waiting for like two years, I think, to ask you this question. Yeah. What uh what do you like what app you just buy expensive shoes and then some people ship you expensive shoes? No, I I, I I I buy the shoes and um I, I don't think I, I may have received a few um maybe two or three pairs that, that companies have sent me, but but no, I just uh started it actually started for our wedding. Um when, when I got married. Um, eight, nine years ago, uh, I, I wanted a nice pair of shoes for a wedding. And, uh, and that was really the hook, um, was, was, was nice, nice dress shoes. I get to get to wear a shirt and tie every day for work. And, and I, I just, I like it. What, what was your favorite part of being a boy scout? Like, do you remember a certain trip or anything like that, that really like got you into this? Oh, uh, I, I wouldn't say one trip in particular, but, um, but just places we, we got to go, we got to travel around the country, um, going backpacking, you know, spending, uh, spending weeks and weekends outdoors. Um, yeah, I mean, just, just all the, all, all the high adventure stuff that, uh, all the action sports and in Cub Scouts, the, the, the prototypical event is archery. And, you know, I, I don't know an eight-year-old. That, that doesn't like to shoot a bow and arrow. And, uh, and, and that's just, you know, that's just fun stuff. Slingshots, BB guns, uh, all, all the, all the fun stuff that, that, that kids want to do um, just, uh, just, just escalates into more and more adventures, the older you get. So I, I think the, the culmination of those events is, is really what I enjoyed most. So as we look towards the future, you're trying to get more families involved and uh, get more families outdoors, uh, expand your reach in Long Beach. Uh, what's something you're going to do maybe in the next two or three years that you think will, will help implement that that you guys weren't doing before? Yeah, so, so what we're, we're trying to do is, is use our Long Beach sea base as a, as a, as a community hub to, to get more people out doing things on the water. Um, like I mentioned, we do have a mountain camp um, that's, uh, that has a rock climbing tower. It, it has a lake, it has a swimming pool, um, and, and, and horsemanship program adventures in the, in and of themselves, which are, which are great. Uh, I think for starters, a little bit closer to home is, is this, this Long Beach sea base facility that we have right there by mother's beach on PCH and second street. Uh, so I would invite anybody to come out and, and see what we do. We, we do programs, uh, almost every weekend of the year. Uh, in fact, pretty much every weekend of the year, we've got groups out there kayaking and canoeing and sailing, paddle boarding. Um, so, so I think it starts there and, uh, and, and expanding our programs for, for kids, not just scouts, but for, for all kids in Long Beach to be able to come out and, uh, and, and do some fun things. 
if you were to give a pitch, so you do a lot of recruiting and stuff to get uh, kids to join the program and you're, you're probably recruiting some of the parents or whatever. What, what would your pitch be to these parents to get their kids out there and join? I, I would boil it down to two things. Um, I would say uh, a competitive advantage over their peers. Uh, I, you know, I think, I think for better or worse, uh, I think the reality is that, that, that we're all a little competitive, whether it's music or sports or college apps or uh, vocational schools or the police academy or the, the military. Uh, I, I don't, I, you know, doesn't really matter what avenue um, you, you want to go down. They're, they're all going to have some level of, of application process, some level of aptitude and capabilities. And um, the biggest selling point to me is by, by going through the scouting program, you, you learn how to set goals and plan and, um, and, and talk to people. You know how to, um, uh, how, how, to, how to interact with other people, how to solve problems. And again, it doesn't really matter what career path you're gonna take, what your step is after high school, what, what you're going to want is that competitive edge and that experience in, uh, in, in life skills. And so scouting gives you that. The, uh, the second thing is, um, is really, it, it comes down to connections and friendships. And let's be honest, um, in, in today's, today's day and age, uh, relationships are everything. And so um, you, you meet people who, uh, who, who number one, are, are good, people, good people, but also capable. And, uh, and you're going you're gonna to keep these friendships for, for the rest of your life. So with those two things, um, with, with those hard skills, being able to uh, compete in any field that you're going to go into and be successful at and, uh, and, and make those friends and connections, to me, that's, that's what it's all about. What's the coolest badge to get? <laughs> um, you know, so we have about 130. Let's just start there. Um, uh I, I, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even tell you. There, like I said, there's, there's 130. And so each, each kid's going to be able to define that for themselves and, and what they take an interest to. Um, but gosh, I just, just pressed for pressed, pressed to name one of them is, uh, is not one I could come up with at the moment. As an executive, are, are you allowed to like create new badges? No, actually these, these are, um, it's a standardized curriculum uh, nationally. So uh, I mentioned earlier about, about local offices and um, uh, Long Beach has one of 250 offices around the country. Um, all of our, our advancements, which means the, uh, the awards that our, our, our scouts are earning, those are all standardized. So it doesn't matter where you are in the country, um, what state, what county, what uh, city you are, what, what city you're in. Uh, every scout are, is working on the same requirements, and um, and those badges are actually prescribed by the national office. So they 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 come out with uh, with new ones from time to time. It's it's not uh, it's not often, but but yeah, I mean they they do they do launch new ones uh, available for for everybody to earn nationwide. I'm trying to get on that committee to create one. You know, what do you, so, what do you got? So, no, I don't know. I'm just kind of I'll, I'll spit ball, throw some things at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I could, I could put in a good word and, and it, what would you suggest that, 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 uh, that, that scouts be able to earn these days? Oh, uh, that's, you know what, that's, I, that's a good, it's a good one. Dude, maybe like something that has to do with ice cream, you know, like don't let it melt too quick. Like you can't melt type of thing. Do, do you know, like on the cone, you know what I'm talking about? On the cone, Mark. 
yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it gets messy. Like, you got to be able to, like, control that thing so that mm. you're, you know, so it doesn't make a mess. Like, that takes some talent. I'm sure there's some science there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how often do they add, add new activities? Is there, like, a committee, like the Olympic Committee, where they add new sports? Well, as far as badges go, uh, yeah, I mean, every every few years, it goes in waves. There's there's no prescribed amount or or limit. Um, I, I think the most recent wave, the last, I don't know, call it five, six, seven years, was, was a lot of STEM-oriented robotics, computers, engineering, um, th- those types of those types of fields, those types of more modern, if you will, more modern uh, uh, activities and and it's really hobby and career interests is what it is. Um, as far as activities go, we, we do have the leverage to do that here locally. I mean, as far as campouts or, or, or weekend activities, we, we can, we can do, we have the leverage to do that locally, but as far as the, the merit badges go, those, those are prescribed nationally. I'm assuming you do do more like aquatic stuff than, you know, people in Kansas. Well, yeah. And, and so of those 130, you know, that, that those subjects, those 130 subjects um, are all available to, to people around the country. So our kids here in town are going to be earning more uh, canoeing and kayaking than they are going to be doing farm mechanics, right? And so the people like you mentioned in the Midwest, <clears throat> they're probably not going to be earning as many aquatics related uh, badges as, as, uh, as farming, let's say, or, or agriculture or truck transportation, uh, that, that type of stuff. So, yeah. That makes sense. Who, who is your, like, who's the boss? Who's the top dog? Locally or nationally? Na- nationally. There, there's a similar employee structure. There's, um, there's executive staff at, at our national office. Okay. Yep. Like, can you, are you striving to be that guy? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I probably not. I'm just being realistic here. Um, I, I like Long Beach. Uh, like I said, I, I grew up here. I was born and raised, and um, we, we, my wife and I have our families here. Uh, I'm not, I'm not looking to relocate. There you go. Well, not yet, huh? Not yet. Hey, but if you do, you got to let us know that you're throwing your hat into the ring. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it'll be some time before that's that's even a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you got any more questions, John? Uh, I'm good. Thank you, Mark, for, uh, for answering these questions for us. Mark, this has been awesome, man. We appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mark. Talk to you soon, man. Wow. Welcome to the 700 Club, kid. I mean, what a guy. Uh, the youth in this city is about to rise to the top. I agree. I think they picked a great, great candidate. I like Mark a lot. Uh, we, I mean, we've been talking smack on... Uh, the youth in, of America That's in true. recent episodes. Ooh, what is this our in? <clears throat> you think they don't have an etiquette badge? Remember, Damn, we always I, wanted to teach etiquette class. I should have said. I said that's what the one I should have said. Yeah, you you asked all the wrong questions. I did. I did. <laughs> you know that happens sometimes, John? Huh? Uh, yeah, I'm down. We should hit him up. An etiquette uh, badge. Well, you need to learn stuff. Yeah. Well, because they have what's the thing they they have? Uh, it's a weird name, uh, like the rich people in New York do it. Cotillion. That's it. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, it's they have that, but we're talking like 
low forms of etiquette. Yeah. You know? Just opening the door for the person behind you. Right. Come on. Easy. Uh, Being nice to the waitress at the Applebee's. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe tipping 20%. Huh? Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, hopefully, he listens to the rest of the show and... Maybe he'll hit us up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the best show. You ready? Yeah. How you doing, by the way? Doing great. Just a little high strung. Yeah. That's all. Right. What's well, deadline? Yeah. Deadline day. You really. look good, though. I looked terrible before you came over, and I decided to shower. That was big. I, yeah. I really appreciated you showering. Brush what my ca- teeth. What kind of pants you got on? Don't ask these stupid questions. Like uh, did I? Oh, I told you I got the I got some shorts. They're just they're that, but they're shorts. Really? Yeah. This oh. material? Yeah. Whoa. Do you? Uh, how do you wash those? Just in the water. I don't do anything special to you. Do you dry them? Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I was just wondering because I haven't washed mine yet. I was just gonna keep rolling until. Yeah. I you know what I mean. Uh, I'm not that. You know what? I bet Mark takes good care of his clothes. Yeah, you're right. Probably goes to the dry cleaner. You're right. Uh, you know. You're probably right. We're not there yet, Paul. No, hey. We haven't earned that badge, John. No, we haven't. One, hey. You have to earn the badge that's in front of you. Don't, you can't look too far ahead, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, I got to tell you this. I didn't, I don't think I told you this. So I went to the tourney, right? In Genesis Pacific Oak. Palisades. Yeah. Uh, stayed in a hotel staycation in Venice. Whoa. Yeah, before, the night before, so we didn't have to drive out there in the morning. Well, because it takes a long time to get there. Does it? Yeah. What, 45 minutes? Well, traffic and whatnot, you're thinking like an hour. You know, I don't want to get there early. I don't want to wait till noon. So you balled out in Venice? Balled out, stayed in a, no joke, a room probably this big, uh, Good room, but like the room that we, st- it basically looked like a studio apartment in New York. Okay. And after that, I think I could be a New York guy now. Oh, you're in. I think I'm in now. Because it's classy, but small. Yeah. And you're in. And I, and I, and I get it now. Yeah. You know, I understand. You don't need space. You need status. Exactly. Yeah. I get that now. And you know, it's 2 AM and there's like a homeless dude riding a bike bump. Bumping a boombox outside. Yeah. You know? And I was like, you know what? This is living. Yeah, it's part of the... Yeah. yeah. You're right. And I finally We don't it out. live. No. You're so right. I know. God, we're pathetic. Well, isn't that cool, though? Yeah. What I did? Yeah, that is really cool. Huh? Did, you, uh, did, did you go to a restaurant? Did you go to a bar? Did you get continental breakfast? No. What's going on? See, no, this place, like I said, it was the place was not the nicest of all time. Okay. No continental breakfast, nothing like that. Uh, got up there late, had to work Wednesday night, mm-hmm. as you know. So didn't get there till about 11 p.m. anyways. Okay. So basically just a go to sleep, wake up type situation. Got it. Went to a nice little coffee shop out there in Santa you Monica. Didn't see? That was, that's what I want to know. It doesn't sound too bad. What was it called? Uh, I think it was called Cellos. Oh, Cellos. Well, um, maybe it's Cielo, but I was going to go for the ce- Cello. Yeah, Cello. 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 You yeah. know, the Italian way. The Italians. I'm quarter Italian. Would you get a little... Uh, Cafe latte? Uh, I did. I either went with just a regular old coffee, like I normally do, or maybe I went a little americano. John, ooh, you ever had one of those? No, I don't know what the difference between a regular coffee and an americano you is. No, I think they, I have. They 
they seem like it's the same. Yeah. Maybe there's more caffeine in one of them. Something. In the Americano, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Do you know? Do you get espresso? Do you I, know what that means? No. What? I don't get it. Is it? Is that? It's, it's a big deal. I know it's a big. Is deal. that in coffee? No. So it's its own thing. Espresso. Yeah, I think Americano is espresso. Oh. I think it's just like a very small concentrated. That's what I think. It's small. It's concentrated, but then like people will like dilute it so it is like coffee or something. I I don't get I'm the out coffee of my league. Yeah. I don't get the see you're a wine guy. Yeah. You're not I mean but maybe we're maybe I'm headed there. Well, we, there's that coffee wine bar thing That's that true. we talked about a couple weeks ago. That is true. Maybe we could go there and really get a feel for it. Baristas. Do we do well what my deadline's Wednesday. Do we just go Friday try to do the all dayer? I actually don't really mind that. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m.? I don't mind that. I got to work from 5 to like 9, but then... You come back. Well, I'll go coffee till 5. Then you can, you know, do your thing. Maybe you go get a little bite to eat somewhere, huh? Okay. And then then we come back for Mm -hmm. the wine. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Makes sense. All right. Let's get to the rest of the show. Do you have anything else? Um, No. Nothing you want to talk about? No, I think I did, but I don't. Okay. Um, I don't know. By the way, I'm just I'm asking no, you. No, I no, said no. the floor is yours. Type. No, of no, thing. no, no. I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Uh, all right. First, let me show you this, John. A little update. A little Dana Tanner update. You remember her, the owner of Restoration. Yeah. What's she doing? You know, she's always up to something. Isn't yeah. She? Uh. I guess, well, let me read you this headline first. You make, you make what you want of it. Restaurant owner says she's broke after spurning COVID rules. Judge agrees to toss charges. Whoa. So I think she's getting off, John. So I guess this is, I guess she owes like 25 grand or something like that because like, that's how much. It costs the city to investigate, which first off, I think we talked about this yeah. last time or a couple times ago when we talked about the story. Like, I'm assuming we could have used that 25K for something else. Yeah. And how, and what did we say? Oh, we said, how does it take, how does it cost 25,000 to investigate something? I can investigate something for 300 bucks. Yeah. Like, are they, in, they're hiring a private investigator? Or I don't know. I have no idea. But. That's she owes that money, right? And then I guess she does something else where she does community service or whatever. I, I don't know how it works. But the judge agrees that if she pays like five thousand up front and then doesn't com- <laughs> in the story it said if she doesn't commit any crimes until February first, twenty twenty three, then uh, she doesn't have to that's gonna serve t- the sentence. No, that's gonna be too tough for her. I know, I was thinking that. There's no way. I was thinking that. She's a once a bad girl, always a bad yes, girl. Yes. You know how that works. She's already dipped her toe into like and, and this is only gonna make her want to do it more because she's realizing that she can get away with shit. Right. This is what happens in like uh breaking bad in Ozark. Yep. They they dip their toes in crime and then they realize, oh, no one really cares. She's off the deep end. I you think she's gonna do something else? Well, I think she's gonna crush it, but she's she's definitely gonna be breaking the law. What? 
What do you think constitutes big word right there by me? What do you think constitutes breaking the law? Like, what if she gets like a speeding ticket? Yeah, that's breaking the law. Wow. You got to be careful. She ain't going 55 for a year. Whoa. What if she's like caught in that in-between of uh, going through the yellow light or stopping? Yeah. Hey, a lot of pressure this year. I can't. I also can't believe she like. So she said, "Oh, I don't have money," so that she doesn't have to pay the fine. I don't know. I think the judge realized maybe it's a little bit too harsh of a sentence. That's what I'm thinking. Got it. Now that everything has unfolded, I don't know. She's not in jail. I don't she think can't she's in jail. But now that everything's unfolded, you know, and the restaurants are all open and whatnot, now I'm thinking that he was thinking the judge, he or she, I don't know who it was says, you know what, kind of a harsh uh, sentence here. You screwed up. You right. owe this, community service, all that. Listen, right? no one no one is right now who they were No, John. a year ago when, that sh- when stuff was going down. John, you're right. You know what? Live and let be. I wasn't a big wine guy back then. And you know what? Who are we kidding? Neither were you. You get out of town. I'm talking about two years ago. Huh? Huh? Pre-pandemic, were you the biggest wine guy that I know? Were you? No. Exactly. Well, maybe, maybe the biggest wine guy that you knew. I, I might. That's have. true. That's a good point. But now, with my regional uh, critical acclaim, we got to get you some kind of a status. I, I need something. Yeah, we need you. We need a title before your name. And you know what? Out of all of our schemes, wine's truly the one that like. We need like, we need a two hour class and the rest is bullshit. Yeah. As long as you're saying it's from the right region, everything else is like, you can bullshit your way out of everything else. Are you talking wine specific or wine specific? Oh, okay. Cause we can do a life one as well. Like we like, I don't know if they have a two hour class on life. Well, the etiquette class that we're about to have. Sure. <laughs> it's easy. Uh, <laughs> if someone could just give us two hours on how the hell to do, get this thing, you know, honed in, that'd be awesome. But I think two hours on wine, you got to know where Bordeaux is from. And then the rest is like, it's, what's the difference between me and a million dollar sommelier? Nothing. There's nothing. There is no difference. What, you know how doctors are called doctors? Like, if I went to school for a long time, I'd be Dr. Slater, right? Something like that. Right. Is Do they have a word like that for sommelier? Do you know? They should. Maybe they do. Or like sir. You know, like sir Slater if I was right. knighted. Um, do, they don't have anything like that? Because I think we could come up with that. And then we get... Uh, Grossi. Right. But then we get automatic status into being sommeliers. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like... When Williamsport, uh, no, not Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Well, who's the team? Lewiston, Clark, Lewiston, uh, Clark College. They mm-hmm. host the World NAI World Series, and they are always in the World Series because they host it. Oh, Washington, Pennsylvania. That's what I was trying to say for the Pony World Series. Oh, they're yeah. always in the World Series because they right. host it. If we create something, that's then, actually pretty smart, right? You know where I was going with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. What were we talking about? Oh, Dana Tanner. Yeah, Dana Tanner. What a 
What a good name, by the way. Great name. I don't think we talk about that enough. I mean, this she's a character. Would she have gotten in so much trouble if her name wasn't Dana Tanner? What like, if it was a ra- random name? Like uh, Lucy Mitchell. No way. Well, it's not that bad. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> mind that name, actually. Dana Tanner's really good. I do. I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, what is Restoration now? Do we know? It Nothing? Is, no. It, someone just took it over. A barbecue place. They used to barbecue outside 10 Mile Brewing. And they're called... Whoa. Uh, I forget what they're called. Uh, yeah, so here, here it is. 28 grand is how much it costs Long Beach. Well, Long Beach is going to get all that money back, or are they not? No, they're not. Because Dane is not paying because so the judge is soft. Bobby's going to be pissed, though, because he probably spent that 28 k that he was going to get back on that big-ass penny out there. Yeah, that's true. And so now he's like, shoot, we're not getting that money back. And now that's why he's like, oh, shoot, I'm just going to run for city council so I don't have to worry about all this anymore. It's <laughs> probably what's He's definitely on. not running for city council. but What is it? Uh, he's running for Senate or Congress? No. He's running for Congress. Congress, that's it. What's the what's city council? I'd be below the mayor. That's, that's your girl, Susie Price. But she's running for mayor. Did you know that? I did know that, and I'm pretty sure we broke that on this show. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right. Speaking of restaurants, restoration, new barbecue place, right? That's kind of kind of cool. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Maybe go there and then walk over to the place next door. What's that bar called? Get a little full off of that and then go slam some Coors Lights at... Uh, O'Connell's? O'Connell's. Yeah. I like that place. You I like O'Connell's a lot. Yeah. It might be the best bar in Long Beach. Well... If you live there. Yeah. There's some good bars. There's some good bars here in Long Beach. You, yeah. you gotta give it to the city. Yeah. O'Connell's, Poor Richards, The Lude, uh, Tracy's, incredible. Uh, 3636. Oh, you're a big 3636 guy now, huh? Oh, you're such a that guy. You're so that side of town now. Wow. You know. Okay. No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I haven't even been to 3636 since I lived on this side of town. But I'm just saying, I like that place. Uh, no, it's. No, it's not a great development over here in, in East Long Beach. Hmm. Tracy's closes at 9 every day now. What's that all about? Is that true? Yeah. Tried to go on Saturday. They were closed up. Closing up at 9. And they said they close up every day. Why is nine. that? Weren't they always open until 2? Yes. Maybe they don't want to... Well, maybe they don't want to pay everybody, you know? Times are tough. Pe- Times are People tough. are closed, you know? Yeah. But maybe they'll get back. I'll get all, all, hey, let me hit up my sources and find out for you. They need a little uh, Dana Tanner in their life, I think. She'll break some rules for you. She'll, nothing will keep her closed. That's, That's sure. not a bad role to have, though. If you're Dana Tanner, you broke a bunch of rules. She's basically like a hitman. You can hire her as a hitman now to do all your dirty work. Yeah. If As long as she stays broke, she can do whatever she wants. That's yeah. essentially what the judge just said. That's the true. judge says, said you don't have money, so you don't ha- you don't have to pay for what you did wrong. That's a great point. I didn't so think you can just that. hire hire pay her a little cash on the side, but the judge don't know about that. No, it's under the table. Buy her some luxuries, you know, something that's expendable, a massage, a, a, a ride in a plane. You know, I don't mind that idea. I don't mind that idea. Uh, all right, what are we talk. Oh, talking about restaurants, all that kind of stuff. Guess what? Prospector. It's for sale. 
Really? The prospector. I don't know if that means that it's going away. Probably, right? It says it's for sale. It's for sale at, guess how much? How much? $3 million. It's not that much. That's what I'm saying. We could get a group together, get three mil. Do we actually try? I think we can probably do it. That place is actually epic. I'll pitch in like two grand. You pitch in two grand. And we get the rest of the $298 Good math right there off the top of my head. We could find 298. Yeah, we could find 298, no problem. Just 298? Yeah. That place is that place is great. I know I liked it. All you have to you know what you have to do to these places like that? What? They run themselves out of business because they get so dedicated to like uh like local bands and stuff. The old ways and stuff? Well like if my friend is playing a show, I want to go watch that. But if anyone else is yeah. playing a show, yeah. I have zero interest. Right. They're right. Get, and they like they're like a uh what's it called? A venue. Basically. With all these like, these like young local bands, and anytime you go and there's not a band, it's a great spot. I'm a big, I'm a big prospector guy. I'm a big. I'm assuming you've only been once, like I have. Yeah, but we no, it was a great time. But though. we've been, we spent a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It we was ate a, dinner. Yeah, we had the porterhouse. You know, we we did it all. Then we did the karaoke. We were there for like six hours. Oh, we didn't half ass this trip. No. No, so no, no, no. we've been, we were there, you know, we've uh, been $3 million buys you the restaurant. It's attendant entertainment and liquor licenses and the cabin slash house next door that the Haskell family once lived in. The Haskells are the people that owned it. I'm assuming or that own or that owned Haskell's it. prospector is what it's called. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's right. epic. I know. Wish I had three mil. We can live in that house. That's easy. We'll raise our kids there. <laughs> you know? That's beautiful. Couple Slaters, couple groceries running around. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, all right. Pretty sick, though. Haskell's on a bad first name. I don't mind that name either. Uh, he's a little rascal, that Haskell. What? Uh... Yeah, so this it's basically a venue, right? So there's like a bunch of bands that play. Is that what you're saying? So you're saying kind of get rid of that feel and make it like a... Just that, more of a bar. Just type don't thing? book those bands, and it's fine. Just be be like a bar. It's a restaurant and a bar. It's cool. Yeah, and we're just naming a bunch of sick bars. Yeah, that could be such a sick bar. Like I mean, it's a sick place. Already, or just but. like get have random people that play cover songs. Like I'm not gonna go listen to like some 23 year old okay yell into a mic. Yeah, it just makes me not want. That's like not. Your average human does not want to go to that. Get a ro- Rolling Stones cover in there. Yeah, your average yeah. human wants to sing freaking Jimmy Buffett for the 40th time this Good year. Good point. Good point. That's like, uh, who was it? I think it's the Eldo. They play live music on Friday nights or something like that. It is so goddamn loud in there. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's fun. Yeah. I'm just not like a, I'd rather, I'd rather talk to my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, one one more thing for you. You got anything else on the prospector? Uh, I would love to buy it. True, me too. Uh, people have been hitting me up about this. A stolen puppy. 
was returned to a family anonymously after being taken on Friday afternoon. People have been saying things because, you know, we're trying to get our bad boy Rhett back. You know what I mean? We're, we are the bad boys of Long Beach. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about maybe it's us that burned the house down back last oh, week, yeah, right? People have been hitting have the zero, zero alibi for that, by the way. For the... For the burnt house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and guess who has zero alibi for the stolen puppy that was returned on Friday? Us. Couldn't tell you. I literally have no idea what I was doing Friday. No idea. But I guess a, like a little pit bull, tiny pit bull, like four months old or something like that, was stolen like on the front, out of the front yard, I guess, and then just returned. And it was like three, the camera catches, it's three males, me, you, producer Nick. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, you never know. But uh, like, how did, so what? What do you think happened? Like, what do you think went down? That's kind of what I was going to ask you. You know how in Harry Potter, when Sirius Black is first, you think he's a villain? Yeah. And the ministry starts blaming everything that Voldemort's doing on him? Yeah. I That's how I feel about Dana Tanner. Oh. I, I, can't, I can't help, like, she's serious for me. And maybe she'll prove out to be good in the right, end. Right, right, right. But right now, I just think she's on the loose. She knows she can't get caught. She knows she won't be punished. Right. I think she's doing. I think she's out here. Her feelers are out. Let me see if I just take this dog for a little bit. Give it back. Who gives a shit? Let's see if I can get away with it. Type thing. Yeah, I think I uh. really think she's like dipping her toe into the life of crime, and that comes from someone who truly does not know anything about her. Right. I kind of like her. I do too, because she might be serious black. Yeah. It's just like you got to you got to think that that's what's happening right now. It's pretty crazy that somebody would just take this dog. Would they take this dog to like just go for a walk? Also, you don't want to know what I think happened. I think what? the dog got lost. I think this is all fabrication. You think so? Was it on next door? Uh, everyone says stuff they lost was stolen. stolen. Puppy returned to family anonymously after being taken Friday afternoon. Wait, they saw three on footage. Three males on footage. That's what it says. That's what it says. Oh. Uh, Hazel, the dog, Hazel, good name, Hazel, mm-hmm. Hazel, was returned to them anonymously on Saturday thanks to the internet and the community for coming together to spread the word. So you're probably right. It was probably like next but, door. But, but like return anonymously, like the, the dog didn't come to the front door and knock. Right. That's what I'm Did saying. Did someone bring it? Because then if, if so, that's not anonymous. That's what I don't get. Here's what I think. The, oh, here we go. The ad- individuals also attempted to uh, steal another dog, a French bulldog, before taking off in a red sedan. So I guess they were caught. They said that uh, they they were unable. No, they were able to provide. Oh, they were able to provide a license plate number for the red sedan. Hmm. Crazy. So, but how come they haven't found him yet then? I'm convinced this didn't happen. After security cameras captured three male individuals taking a four-month-old pit bull puppy from a family's front yard, she was returned safely to her home over the weekend. First off, maybe this was a good idea. Who leaves a four-month-old puppy unattended in the front yard? Am I wrong here? Holy shit. What? Is this pouring out of nowhere? It's pissing out there, eh? Huge. 
Needed a car wash, didn't I? That's big for you. Um, here's where I'm at, Paul. Huh. Because I'm sure this happened on Nextdoor and Facebook and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, had to have. 100% no one sold this dog. The dog... Oh, there's even a video here. No, don't believe it. I believe there's video of these people. I don't believe they're holding the dog. But what... How, what, what this happened the other day, too. It just starts raining out of nowhere now? Yeah, I kind of like that. Well, now, hey, it's because we've always said we want to live in the Midwest. Yeah. And so this is just Mother Nature saying, hey... We want you here. Yeah. You know? And well, so here we are. Uh, yeah. It stopped. That's yeah. Crazy. There's a video of these people trying to steal these dogs. Oh, so, the, so it happened. It actually happened. Three males leaning over the gate of a home near Poly High School. Well, you know what else happened near Poly High School? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I did. A, a little Santa Fe stolen over there. Uh, yeah. I just don't get why you would just... Re- why would you return the dog then is kind of what I want to know. Because you think you're caught? You think you're caught. Red sedan, all that kind of hey, stuff. That hey, makes sense. Hey, hand up. It was me. <laughs> hey. You're right. You know, they just... No harm, no foul. No hey, no harm, no foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bring it back with a maybe nice groom. Yeah, that's true. And then and then no one's mad at you. And nobody's mad. And you know what? I'm poor. You can't get me in trouble. I don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Find me? I'm playing the day. I'm gonna. That's not bad. I'm gonna play the Dana Tanner defense on a lot of things if I get in trouble nowadays. Oh, I took uh, this deck of cards from Walmart. Ah, I don't have any money. What do you <laughs> want me to do? I'll give it back. Yeah. I'd, I was gonna return it. Yeah. Well, if hey, what what if I don't commit one crime for the next year? Can I keep it? <laughs> Yeah. You know? It's a dangerous world out there. Yeah. It's funny because, like, this is what we've been hearing, like, or I've heard about this, how, like, police officers can't arrest anyone. I've heard about that. Like, that happened the last, like, year or two years. It was like, they literally can't, there's these new laws where it's just like, okay, what do they, someone commits a crime, you put them in jail and they get released. Yeah. But it's just funny hearing it in, like, other points, like, yep. like Dana, Dana Tanner, you don't think of as a criminal, yeah. even though she is. But, allegedly. Allegedly, but it just really goes to show that there are literally no laws right now. Uh, Yeah. Like, what's, we don't live. No. We don't live in a place like New York. We don't do any bad, well, we do. We have to tell people we do get our, get yeah. our thing. Well, back. we do bad stuff. I definitely don't have an alibi for that. For any of it. I just, I wanted a free dog. All right. They cost a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I wanted a free dog. They cost money. And how else am I going to get one? Jack one. Front yard just playing. I just don't understand why you're just leaving your dog in the front lawn though. Four, four months old. Huh? All right. Last thing. You got anything else? No. Last thing. 908 athlete of the week. This week. Valley. Eric Valenzuela. Oh, crushing it. I mean, a big series win to start the season over the national, the defending national champs, Mississippi State, number three in the country, on the road. I heard that whatever that place is called, I think it's called Duty Noble Field, uh, where Mississippi State baseball plays, is like the most electric venue in college baseball. Like, it's so tight. And, uh, you know, no big deal. Valley goes in there and yeah. takes two of three. Whatever. I'm telling you, this guy is the best thing that's ever happened to this city. I don't even know. I'm, 
I'm not even exaggerating. I think I agree with that. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you what makes me... Well, when we met Coach E... Sorry, Coach E. Eric Valenzuela. Loved him. Yeah. But know what makes me really like him? What? It's because I follow him on Instagram. And he doesn't like... He doesn't do all those fake posts. Totally. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like everyone else has to act like they're doing all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Probably 75% of his posts are just these terrible, terrible pictures of like his son's boxing. (laughs) I was thinking the 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 dude cannot work a camera at all. And it's it is the number one reason why I love that guy. But this is real life though. Yes, it's real life. He's not like he's hasn't hired some like CSLB intern to like project some image of himself. Right. And that's why I like him. No, guess what, world? My son's just kicked the shit out of some other kids boxing. Yeah. You know? And I took yeah, a and I took a sick picture of him. Oh my God. He's dumping. He's absolutely dumping. He's out pissing here. out there, eh? I checked the weather today. Nothing. I said nothing. Hopefully I don't have anything outside. Just goes to show, huh? Uh yeah, Eric Valenzuela. The king. Uh we say a lot of things about being the first people on people some people like uh we were the first on peyton watson we we're the first on his brother uh, <laughs> first on we, we are the first on dana tanner and, and how yeah. she is becoming a criminal yeah I'm on that right that's now. true uh but we legit were the first on the valley hype train yeah that's true the first uh are we gonna hit him up i think we have to yeah oh by the way munson hit us back up uh, I told you, but I don't think the listeners know. So I texted Munson, right? What I tell him, John? I said, Coach, it's been I said it's it's been ten in a row since I saw you at Best Buy. Think it's time to come on the show. He responded by saying, I think I let's wait for a couple more wins. I need to earn my way on yep. the show. And you know what? I agree. Yeah. Why stop right here at ten? Yeah. Let's keep it going. I think it's at eleven right now. Well. This thing isn't going to stop, and if it does, that's when we need to see you again. That's true. Very good point. Because then he'll know he has at oh, least that's 10 true. more wins in him. That's true. And I don't know if there's even 10 more games left in the season because you're thinking, oh, maybe. Well, I'm thinking one, tournament. I'm thinking. Well, here, hear me out. I think a couple buys in the Big West tournament, so they got to win two games to get in, right? Then you got to win six, right? So that's eight. That's, that's eight games. So, if, if say we lose this week, yeah, right, then he sees me. That's ten in a row. That means they Long Beach State wins the national championship. Yep, that's true. So that's simple math right there, John. That's all that is. Uh, all right, that's all I got. Valley, congrats, big series win. I think they play today against somebody. Maybe not. It's pissing. Well, tomorrow they play Thursday. Oh, is it Thursday? Yeah. Who? Lumbee State? Play at home. I don't know. Who. Oh, okay. I thought, don't they play like Tuesday games? Oh, maybe. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So good luck this week, Valley. The dirt bags. The bags are buzzing, some might say. Bags are buzzing. John, life is great in the night. Shoot, shoot. So shoot your shot. What you gonna do when I come through,
thought I'd never been beat. Feel the only skin deep, I like the rim 10 feet. You can't stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice, maybe you like this. To enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet. Back it out and fade away our net. Hang time. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?